Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. With your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been the penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Thursday edition of Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep Venture Israel. Here with Joel Conan and Dennis Nick. Apologies for the slight delay here, but we are back in the saddle. A lot going on today. Uh, some earnings to discuss, some ratings to discuss, some insider buys to discuss, and uh, a big after-hours move in one stock that I know Dennis and Joel are keen to discuss. Our guest today, Jeremy Newsom from Real Life Trading. He was on the show at 8.35. In the meantime, Joel, what's the word here overnight? Uh, in the green by eight and a half handles, we closed but caught a bid really at nowhere. Oh seven and a quarter, that's your pre-market low. Pre-market high 24.75, that's going to be a good level. But uh, the two highs from Tuesday and Wednesday here at 21.75, and a half, we're going to have to retake those out during the regular session. Crude continues its march towards 60, up 20 cents at 58.62. Gold in the green by three bucks at fourteen eighty three twenty. Silver trying to retake seventeen, up seven point nine cents at sixteen ninety nine and a half. Bitcoin after that little spike to eight thousand yesterday, it's calmed down, still up two hundred and seventy five dollars. Uh, and Spencer doesn't know this on the dock, but I have two special announcements today, and one we'll do near the top of the show. And then the other one we'll do midway through the show. So let's bring in Triple D. He's got some uh, stocks he really wants to talk about. Where let's go we- restoration hardware first. This okay. stock was just a chop fest after, um, after the earnings report there. They couldn't decide whether they liked it or they didn't like it. I watched it. Rally five, fall five, rally back, fall back, rally back, fall back. The old accordion chart, as Joel Alcon, our technical analyst, likes to call it. I can show that chart after hours. Give us a number, Spencer, while Joel analyzes these technicals because um, I can't make Numbers it. on RH from yesterday, EPS, adjusted EPS, $2.79 versus a $2.23 estimate sales of six seventy-seven for $6.76 million. So a beat and a beat in the third quarter. Uh, they uh, reaffirmed their Q4 adjusted EPS guidance going to be in the mid $3 range. They also raised their fiscal year adjusted EPS guidance by about a buck on the low end of the range, or about a half a buck, I guess you can say, from uh, the high $10 range to the mid $11 range. Q4 sales coming in in wine. And we show that chart? Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. Okay. Joel's going to analyze it now as he says I'm just going to stay 212. That's it. I, I can't interpret any of that lower chop. I would just say over the last half hour. It started to show some life. Yeah, yeah. Over well, the last, uh, this morning, it started to pick up and actually looks like it wants to go higher now. 
Right. But I'm just saying, I don't know where supporting this. All I can say is if someone has a little bit of stock, they want to get rid of 212. Uh, 212. But that's an all-time high, I believe, for RH. So it's always tough to be yeah. short in stocks and all-time nope. high. So um, what was the expected move? Do, does anybody know that? Have it in front of them? You, I would assume it was a lot higher than five or six points for RH. I would assume it could have been over 10 points. I did not look at my options chain. Not I can go bring it up. Platform. I just thought somebody might have it quickly in the chat. I'd imagine, just guessing, I bet you it was 12 bucks. Uh, Spinner will find it for us here. 12 bucks minimum. Yep. Yeah. Uh, All right, I'm going to my options chain here too, just quickly. Uh, 22 yeah. points. Uh-oh. <laughs> How do you make money buying options? How do you make money this buying options? This is going to, like, you know, I'm going to have this on one page in our book there, and, and it's going to be one page, and it's just going to say, don't buy options. That's it. You know what? It's what hard, we- hard, 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 hard making money. That's why Nick Shaheen is continuously profitable. We have him on every other Tuesday because he's selling options. You make a lot more money, I believe. And obviously, you got to be able to take the drawdowns or you got to do them protected like you do with Nick, where if you do sell a put, you buy a lower put to protect yourself in the case of a black swan event. But it is difficult. I mean, in this last couple of quarters, it has been very difficult. The odd one goes through that expected move but here you are 22 point expected move you're getting four so the call buyers losing the put buyers losing the option writers are smiling uh so yep now it's good point up 438 uh the only thing is i just see a little bit of 212 there maybe get rid of that seller continue higher former all-time high 20701 Let's jump over uh, just from the last night. We're going to go through the earnings from last night. Then we're going to do a special segment on this stock that was on Jim Cramer's Mad Money last night. And then we're going to do the stocks from this morning. So I'm going to go five below here now because five below is having a nice uh, beat. I'm assuming it's probably not even beyond the expected move either. I'm going to go look at that while Spencer gives you the numbers. All right, five below from yesterday after the close. Q3 adjusted EPS in line at 17 cents. Sales was a beat, uh, 377 versus $373 million. They uh, narrowed their guidance for the year. They raised the low end of their uh, full-year EPS guidance. They raised it by a couple cents, but we're still expecting a low $3 uh, EPS for the year. Uh, and they gave some Q4 guidance as well. EPS guidance for that was in line. Sales guidance for the fourth quarter was a little bit light. 10 bucks expected move option writers lose again here. Um, at least they're losing right now. Joel, what are your thoughts on this one? We're getting some of the losses back from the last the daily, couple days. Get the daily up here. This is like the easiest chart to read. Oh, I like easy. You yeah. tell me they're throwing me a softball up the middle. Well, I mean, what, look at those three highs, right? At one twenty six forty. That's where your pre-market high is three staking highs in a row. So there's your resistance. You take that out, you really open up to 130. But, man, let's see what happens here. Last uh, tick, 126.07. Pre-market high right in this area. Three daily highs right in this area. That's the key. That's the key to going to 130. 126.40. Couldn't tell you where to buy this thing uh, on a pullback. It just seems like a steady move up. But that's I like that number. I like three highs in the same, same area. Get bid, hold there. Boom, 130. That's what I'm looking at. We'll see what the happens. The other uh, one that I have on my list from last night was Slack. 
and we use Slack at Benzinga all the time. So like the product, I haven't liked the stock for a while just because they don't make money. And I obviously like stocks to make money. It's been out of favor for a bit. But with that being said, it stopped going down. And 20 has been massive support. And if we actually look at the trading action from last night, it's turned into some support as well. Spencer, give us the details. Slack is actually, which we're talking about, W-O-R-K, great Work. ticker symbol, has uh, moved to the green. Numbers from yesterday, this is what they said, $0.02 cent EPS loss versus an $0.08 cent loss estimate. So that's a beat. Sales also beat $168 versus $156 million. The Q4 guidance that they gave, the adjusted EPS guidance, was in line. The sales guidance that they gave was a little bit higher than estimates. Um, what they didn't say, though, is how many active users they have, which is interesting. They said so in October. They said... Uh, let me pull the number up right now. I believe it was 12 million in October. Microsoft's uh, Teams has um, more than that. So, Microsoft's what? Uh, Microsoft Teams. That's that's the Microsoft version of Slack. Microsoft Teams has 20 million daily active users. Uh, Slack last reported in October, I believe that they had 12 million. So oh, they're not even caught up to where Microsoft is, is basically what you're saying. Um, I'm just getting alarms here. Uh, what's, uh, let, let's jump over here and just look at the technicals quickly. The yep, expected move is almost three. The expected move is almost three bucks. So again, the option writers are getting slammed on this. I mean, I think I, I just look, looked at it quickly. It looked like it was $2.70. So it's only 98 cents. So option writers are three for three. The option writers are not getting slammed. The option buyers are getting slammed. The option writers are happy. So. What are your thoughts here, though? This one's WRK. pretty simple. This one is pretty simple technical analysis. Good simple technical analysis. Yeah. I like that. And I passed yesterday. I know you almost fell off your chair when I passed. Well, I can't remember what stock. I've that never was. seen you pass on a stock before. Uh, we didn't even know it was allowed, but then Spencer allowed it. Uh, well, your after hours highs twenty three sixty nine, and then you got two daily highs that line up with that. One at twenty three sixty on October 18th, and then you had another one in November, 2355. You backed a buck off that level. So you got to get back up there. You got to get – that's good resistance. If you got to pop up there the first time, that is going to be excellent resistance. The fact that it's a buck away now makes me think it might be a little bit harder for it to get back up to that area. But that's the major resistance I'm seeing here in work. And if you want to get super bullish and think this thing bottomed, uh, for good or for at least enough to have a retracement, what you yeah. went 42, let's call it 2021. 20, I mean, if you're looking for 50% retracement, you want to hold out for 30, 31, go ahead. That'd probably take a while to get there, but that's a, that's a 50% retracement off this uh, bad looking IPO chart. I mean, it's good news that the stock bounced off of the earnings and, you know, obviously we're trading down here last night for a bit. Now we're in the green so maybe it shows a little bit of life here for a bet. Um, I'd say 24 bucks. If you do end up getting up there, I think you're going to run into sellers though. Yeah, so I don't know how much upside is here. I think you could get a little follow through though. Like it started actually, if you look at, and we're showing um, the daily, but if you look at the trading from last night, it's, it's starting to turn around. Here it, it's got a buyer. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely got somebody buying it. Step up buyer too. He's stepping but, up. Since this might be a good segue because just because you necessarily have a buyer doesn't mean eventually you don't run into a seller. And I want to talk about this stock. I've never seen this off of Mad Money last night. It's RCEL. And if you look at it this morning, you're like, well, what, what? It's, up, it's down 3%. What's the big deal? 
show the after hours chart, just leave the after hours chart on this. This was unbelievable. So I have no idea why it decided to just blast off because it was featured on Mad Money. It was advertised. It was actually up during the day. So uh, and about 9 a.m., Kramer came on and said it was going to be on Mad Money. And if you look, the stock was up all day because it was going to be on Mad Money. There's really no other reason. RCL opens at the low and then ran all the way up to like 860. Last night, they just decided that this was the stock and this was just going to keep going. It ran all the way up to $9.80 is correct, that chart. Just buyers galore. I couldn't believe it. So um, I actually started shorting it way too early because I thought, when it got over $9, I was like, this is getting ridiculous for a mad money pop. Um, I actually started shorting it at 9.19. I shorted some more at 9.35. And then I was just like, I didn't even know what to do. I was like, am I missing something? It's featured on mad money. It's going up 20% because it's on mad money. I've never seen a stock move 20% because Jim Cramer's interviewing, especially one that was advertised to be on there. So anyways, it goes up all the way up to $9.80. I'm kind of throwing up in my mouth. I wanted to short more up near 10 because he had all those tops. I didn't have the guts, though, because I had shorted it too early. So, you know, I messed this trade up. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, I was just playing the Kramer fade. And then it just started coming in. And it started coming in hard. And there was a step-down seller. And you could tell it was somebody that wanted to short the stock because it had the, up, the alternative uptick rule. Lots of teaching tools here. The alternative uptick rule comes into play when a stock moves over 10%. It did move 10% during the day. So the alternative uptick rule was in play for the rest of the day and the following day, which would be today. So you have to get actually short on the offer. You cannot hit a bid to get short. That's how the rule works. Not necessarily an uptick. You just have to get short on the offer. Somebody just decided they would be on the offer no matter what. Stock comes down to like 970. They're on the offer 971. Comes down 965. They're on the offer 966. Which with size. Size trades out, replenishes. Size trades out, replenishes. This goes on for an hour and a half. They knock the stock all the way back down to $8.20. So giving it all back and going into the red. The seller was just absolutely relentless. So we had relentless buying while it was on Mad Money. And then once the segment ended and once you know, a few minutes went by, the relentless selling just came in and the thing gave it all back. Um, so anybody who was holding on and fading the move, I was obviously way too early. I still made a little bit of money, but I could have made a lot more if I wouldn't have been shorting it too early. Anybody who's shorting it just made a ton of money fading that Jim Cramer pop. And, I, and, and, and this is it. There's so many teaching tools here. Like just because the stock's on mad money doesn't mean you go out and you buy the hell out of it in the after hours. You know, it's a good way to lose money. Even Kramer says, wait till, because he knows he's going to move the stock. When it's on mad money, a lot of times a stock will get a Kramer pop. He even says, you know, wait till basically he's implying, wait till my Kramer pop ends, you know, stock comes in and then buy it. Um, he's said that before in the past. He doesn't call it the Kramer pop, but it's kind of what he's implying. But basically, you saw this you know, huge Kramer pop. I've never seen one go 20% before. And then you just saw somebody come in and say, this is nonsense. I'm going to short the hell of this all the way down. And that short just cleaned up, like absolutely cleaned up. I don't know if they've got all covered here now because they shorted a lot of stock. But they were short at 9.75, 9.79, all the way down, trading out size. Um, so obviously, they were correct because the stock is now down 3% here. Impressive, impressive trading action. Guess, guess what the all-time high is. It went right to it. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, that's why I wanted to short it up there. I actually had an order out there to sell it at 979, just below those two all-time highs. I canceled it because the buyers were just too, there's too much. There was so much buying going on. I was like, I, 
got to step back. I was already short. I'm not going to add to the losing position. Like I, I will sometimes on some of these trades, but it was just so much power. And then the problem is you're trying to get short on the way down. Well, nobody's you know, really having that good of a time getting short. You got this huge seller that you can't get in front of. You can't get a tick on the thing. So, and that's why you know, it, it drove it back all the way back down. This person just wanted to short it. They said, forget about this. And how do we know that the person was shorting it? Because they were working a tick. Because you can see they can't hit the bid, so they kept yeah. coming on the offer. So that's how you know with the alternative uptick rule that this person wanted to short the stock. So, you know, people would say, oh, you're speculating that was a short seller. No, you can see the tick. They're trying to work the tick for two hours. So unbelievable it seller. I've never seen a seller come in that hard on one of these things. They just basically said this Kramer pop is nonsense, and we're shorting the hell out of it. And you know what? They made a lot of money because of it. Love Jim Kramer. Even he would say, because he's a stock's on his show doesn't mean it should go up 20% in that moment. That was a ridiculous move last night. Uh, there was good volume on that way up uh, to um, uh, up to eight. Crazy volume, Joel. Yeah. Like, like this, isn't, this isn't just trade a few hundred shares. This probably traded 100,000 shares on the way up, maybe more. I said, yeah, I could tell you exactly. Yeah, tell me. Uh, it, it was a crazy amount of volume. I don't know who the hell was buying it. There was, uh, it, you know, initially 58,000, 41,000. It was crazy. 12, Non-stop 000, buyers. 27,000. And then the hammer came in and uh, it might have covered. He might have hit like that, you know, hit it all the way down because there was a Might have got some covered. At 820 because there was a 120,000 <laughs> share print. Uh, this thing might have traded like a half a million shares last night on all this nonsense. It did. Yep. Yep. And uh, if you look this morning, it looks like crickets, but that was not crickets last night. I was incredible action. Um, congratulations to shorts up there. Like I said, I was too early on. I made a little bit, but like I said, I was shorting too early. So I took some heat and didn't want to add to it. Should have added to it. And, and there's not very many cases I like to add to the losing position, but it just got crazy. I mean, it's up, it's up 20% because Jim, Cr it, it's, it's, it's utter nonsense. Yeah. Wow. So, I, I'm, nothing but against the company. Sorry. You know, this is nothing against the company. I'm just saying it should not move 20% because it gets featured on mad money in my opinion, especially in ADR. So anyways, that, that was my rant on that. Love you, Jim. We love you. Um, but that was a crazy move um, off that stock. Yeah, it came back here. And it's just kind of hanging out. Uh, obviously, we know where resistance is and that. And uh, just hanging out. It also had a big day yesterday. So if you want to maybe try and pick it up on the cheap, 786 was yesterday's low. But uh, I don't know. A lot of people. The are trade's stuck. over. Yeah, it was all last night. That's the craziest after hours trade you're ever going to see. It's an $8 stock. When it made $8 when it was, it was said it was going to be on Mad Money. It was 8 bucks. It ran to 10 and then came all the way back down. Climbing up the mountain and all the way back down the mountain. Crazy move. All so, right. So, okay, so that was that. Jump back over to the earnings parade here. And we're going to get a jobs number here coming up uh, tomorrow, actually. What am yeah, I doing? It's actually, day? Yep. Yeah, maybe it was the ADP. Uh, don't we have a number at 8.15 on Thursdays? No, I had it yesterday, I think. Okay. At ADP yesterday. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we're good to go. So tomorrow we get the jobs number. I just looked down for a second. I panicked. It was 8.25. I was like, oh, it's a I'm losing track of days here. I was up late watching the Oilers just How'd they do? play terrible hockey. That's why I'm wearing an, a Lions cap because the Lions actually look better than the Oilers. No way. <laughs> the British so, Columbia Lions? They were The Oilers played one of the worst teams in the league, and they literally just could not. They, they played an awesome first period, and then they decided they were going to be able to cakewalk over his team, let in a bad goal or two, and then they just could not get the momentum back. And it was ugly game. 
So, anyways, I don't want to talk about that, but I'm tired well, because I was up there and I was stewing about it all night. Well, what we do get today is in the beginning of an OPEC meeting. Don't forget that. So, if you're watching oil, okay, you don't watch oil, watch oil maybe because over the next day or so, um, OPEC is expected to increase their current cuts by about 1.2 million barrels per day. Uh, but their meeting right now goes today and tomorrow, so. Expected volatility. And uh, you have that Ramco IPO. And the Ramco IPO. Yeah, right, they exactly. are juicing crude for that, huh? Boy, oh boy. That's supposed to be a big one. Uh, Alfred's asking about home. And uh, home state train down 363. Earnings. Yeah. Yeah, give us the details on this one. Oh. All right. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. At home Take it home, Spencer. At, thank you. At home group, Q3 EPS, $0.00. And zero cents. Uh, sales, $318 million, beat the estimate there. Uh, they gave some guidance. Q4 EPS guidance was light. The estimate was at $0.49 cents per share. The guidance they actually gave was $0.31 to $0.36. Cents. The Q4 sales guidance, also light. $413 million was the estimate. 385 to 393 is what they said. They gave some fiscal year guidance as well. That was also light on the EPS and on the sales. So light guidance across the board this morning for HOME. Actually, yesterday after the close. I don't follow the company at all, so I can't tell you anything fundamental about it. I can just tell you this is not showing any life here. This got hit last night. It's continued to leak, continued to leak. We're down 42%. You do have all those lows back from August there, 458. Um, maybe that don't comes into play, it, yeah. but this chart is awful looking. Yep, that's I just the only number you have here is the all-time low in it at uh, uh, four fifty-eight. Stock peaked over forty dollars, uh, forty ninety-seven all-time high. Now at an all-time low, we'll see what happens. Four fifty-eight, and folks are asking about Sage, and that stock is getting a little bit of a haircut today. Whoa, uh, whoa! Is that right? That is right. Is that right? That was the first thing I saw when I got in this morning was Sage. Yep. That Holy is mackerel. Obviously, yeah, yeah. some trial didn't go very well. Exactly right. Top line results from a pivotal phase three study um, for the, to treat uh, depression did not meet the primary endpoint at day 15 of the trial. I have been burned in a lot of biotech stocks trying to call bottoms, especially on these smaller ones that don't have, a, you know, that, that are dependent on one drug. And I have been burned badly trying to call bottoms on these things. So I don't even attempt to call a bottom on these things anymore. Sometimes they continue to leak. Sometimes they bounce back a little bit. They typically don't bounce back at all. And a lot of these, you know, so if you're thinking, oh, it's 95 points down. How can I go wrong? We can go wrong if it falls another 20 points. You buy a 53 and lose 40% of your money. So, you know, there's lots of ways to go wrong here. The major support, <laughs> and nobody wants to hear this, but you had the lows in 2016 at 26 bucks. Now, this is, you know, already a huge move. Um, this is going to chop okay. all around. I don't want to even attempt to trade something like this. Um, okay. Not today. Let the dust settle. Let it stop going down. But on these trials, sometimes they go down. Sometimes they get a little bit of hope and they come back a little bit. And then a lot of times they continue to leak. So I'm not coming in and buying this at all. Not at any price today. You know what's kind of scary, too, about this chart is that, like, no one's stepping up here. It's at fifty four eighty four. What is uh? Let's see what the. I guess you have a low at fifty two fifty six. Yeah, fifty two fifty six. Uh, fifty three on the last bracket. So I don't know what positions people have on, but 
Right now, I would keep an eye on someone's trying to bring some stock in, rallying a little bit here. I'm not going to go out online and say the low is. Can we in. show the pre after hours chart there, Spencer? It's We're so funny daily, because but... it's three bucks off the low, and it doesn't. It looks like it's right on the low because it's such a it's huge, such move. a huge drop and volume galore out there too. Someone is puking this stock. I mean, oh yeah, huge volume. Chart. I really believe like this is where a lot of traders really go wrong, especially a lot of newer traders, is they come in and they want to be a hero all the time. Like I see it with my non-trading friends. You know, they're like, you know, see something go by on CNBC. Hey, stock dropped a hundred points today. I'm gonna. I, how can I buy that? Because you know it's gonna come back. Mm -mm 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 -mm. A lot of times these things don't come back. It's actually sometimes the easier play if they continue to go down. So again, trying to be a hero, trying to call the bottom on a stock that just dropped 63% is a good way to lose a lot of money. It is pure gambling if you're trying to come in here right now. I, you have no, there's nothing. I mean, the stock is still digesting this terrible news. You got to let them digest for a few days. Well, so yeah. I, think that, I, think, uh, I think if you're coming in and maybe you get lucky, and maybe the first time you get lucky and you buy it at 53 and 55, like, oh, this is easy money. The next time you buy a 53, it's going to be a 45 in your face. And then you'll be like, oh. So, I mean, this is just such a difficult thing. People naturally want to trade what is moving the most. These biotech stocks, this is just non-predictable. You might as well go to the casino and put it on red or black, at least until, you know, you get, you know, some type of, you know, low where, you know, you got a double bottom, you get something. But this is too new. The news is too fresh. I think people who are trying to come in here, um, it's just gambling. And, oh, and also, here's the thing too. You you could actually make a you know attempt to make a buy today. Let's say you decide fifty three, and the thing could go eight ten bucks against you, right? And then you puke it out in a hurry. And, and then it it, it 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 could go absolutely anywhere, you know. So money that you want, you know, money that you want to part with. So even if you get into the position, chances are you're going to be taking some on either side of the market, taking some heat. But uh, right now, pre-market low, 52.56. So we'll keep an eye on that for right now. And then the buyer stepped up to 53. But that's the only, it's the only level I'm giving you on that one. Uh, 8.32 coming up. We got Jeremy uh, uh, coming up here in a few minutes. Yeah. I don't know if people heard, but um, I said I had two announcements on the show today. Oh, yeah, you did. Okay. You I was going to do one at the top. Uh, we might. We're going to go look at a Peloton bike this weekend. Oh, God. Yep. Joel's going to buy a Peloton? Uh, I, and I will say it again. When me and Joel come in and buy the product, usually we are the last ones to buy What the about product? the That's... Apple when I bought my Apple Watch? That's not saying Apple. Apple Watch is 0.2% of the revenue or 1% of the revenue. Peloton is 100% of the revenue, this, this thing. So a completely oh, different well, here's, here's the we, we got rid of, uh, we're attempting to get rid of the 30-year-old bike we have that we hang laundry on. And then we had a treadmill in there, which I've never used. We've had it for 20 years. We're getting rid of that too. And Lisa said she wants to go look at a Peloton. And uh, so I said, okay, so we're going to go out there and check it out. And uh, well, let us know what you think. Yeah. I mean, it could be good. I mean, I think it's good for her because, you know, she, you know, likes to, you'll get quick workouts in the morning and stuff. And for me to swim, I, I have to get up at like five, five fifteen. So we're clearing out the space. So we're going to, we're going to, well, we're going to go shopping. We're, 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 you know, this is a big purchase. Here. When are you giving us a second announcement? 
in a few minutes. Not in a few minutes. Okay. Yep. Minutes. Okay. We okay. got two minutes before Jeremy. Um, let's do some more earnings. Uh, let's do. Ahead. Let's do Michael's here, giving back uh, almost all the gains from that September rally uh, this morning here. So they had earnings this morning. It's not great. Q3 EPS, forty cents versus forty nine cents. Sales, one point two two versus $1.26 billion. Also light on the Q4 EPS guidance, and they guided the comps are going to be down 2 to 3% on a year-over-year basis. Scrapbook store gave you a great sell in October when the thing ran from $5 to $11. I think it's going back to 5 Maybe uh, Not today, but I don't see any reason wow. to just be all excited about the scrapbook store. You got a gap to fill here. So if you've been waiting for this gap, I don't know if it was from earnings 565. You haven't hit it yet. Uh, that fills the gap from back in uh, September. So 565, that's the area you haven't hit it yet. So far, your pre-market low comes in at 609. So we'll see what happens. In wow, that is a big decline here. Can't believe it got up over 10 Fuck. Yeah, I mean, we've hated the stock since, you know, this thing was in the 20s. And if you listen to the show, it's one we've got right. I've never liked the stock because st ever since they charged me $25, tried to charge me $25 for a pair of scissors. I was like, no, no. Are you allowed? I was back in like 2015. Is, is, that, are you, are you, is that one of the stores you're banned from? Come on. <laughs> I get banned from one store and now all of a sudden I'm banned from the mall. No, I'm not banned from Michael's, but I will not be set, stepping into a Michael's anytime soon. Okay. Not into scrapbooking. <laughs> all right uh if anybody still scrapbook there you go yes people still do it just not do anybody still i guess they still do some crafts it's more i'm joking when i say the scrapbook store it's a crafting store all right so i guess if you're selling your crafts on etsy you gotta go and like buy the stuff maybe you can get it that way i'm not sure etsy's a bad story today too and i'm swing long this thing i'm gonna get stopped out here today because it got downgraded morgan stanley to sell all right, let's ask our next guest if he scrapbooks. Jeremy Newsom is the founder of RealLifeTrading.com. Jeremy, good morning. Do you scrapbook? What's going on, gentlemen? You know, you'd be surprised, but I do not scrapbook. <laughs> <laughs> no you don't have those scrapbook scissors, you know, that they cut all fancy cuts. And, you know, you could scrapbook some, like, real-life trading, like, you know, decorations. And you, I could see this, Jeremy. Look at that Man, mic you got, I, too. I probably should. It'd probably be great for marketing, and I'm yeah. most likely just missing that segment of my market. But I do. I don't <laughs> <have> <laughs> well, first of all, I'm still waiting on my real life uh, trading button down shirt. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we never get. I, I I want an explanation for that. Second of all, I said I had two announcements today, right? Yep. Here's the second announcement, right? You guys ready? Is everyone sitting down? I'm going to be out the last week of the year. I'm going to take a little vacation. And Spencer is going to be out the Monday and Tuesday, right, before New Year's? That's correct. So Jeremy Newsom is going to co-host with Dennis Dick the pre-market prep show. And Dennis, yeah, Jeremy. And Dennis, we're going to teach you how to run the show. You are gonna... <laughs> no, no, we're not. <laughs> well, that's scary. That's a scary thought. Oh, Teach Jer oh, You'll worry. have a better chance teaching Jeremy how don't to run worry. the show Jeremy than teaching do... me how to run the show. I'm not that technical savvy. Je Jeremy is. Jeremy can Jeremy. do it in his sleep. So I know. So we're going to teach Jeremy. We no, won't we're teach not. Him. No, we're not. We're going to have someone here. Relax. Really? I thought, well, Jeremy can do it in Is it. Chris coming in? Yeah, we'll get someone in. Don't worry. Yeah, Chris will come in. Don't worry about about five what days are this? What days? <laughs> December 30th and 31st. I'm gone the whole week. 
and uh, Spencer decided to take Monday. Did you get that pass with Jason? Uh, week we'll long vacation? Jason, yeah, we'll have Jason. It just came out. Weeks. We'll have Jason. <laughs> Jason, by the way, Joel's leaving for a week. <laughs> he needs some vacation time right at the spot where everybody else takes vacation. No, yep. so we're going to do that. But uh, Jeremy and I got a, got a little lunch back going on here. And uh, let's talk about it here, Jeremy. Uh, uh, Tesla. I, so you, you, you're still sh- you're short puts at this level, at this well, nosebleed level? Yeah, I, I am. Short puts but- all the way up. They're, they're very, very far away. Um, they're the 75 short put. <laughs> $75? 75 strike, January 2022. So they're two What'd you get away. for those? Uh, $7. People are still paying. <laughs> so- this is hope that this thing's going bankrupt. Man. It's, I, I do not believe Tesla is going to bankrupt. I think you're safe for your 7 bucks. Yeah, thanks, man. No, I appreciate that. I've done yeah. that same trade. I did that same trade back in, in the beginning of summer. I covered it as the stock came back up. I wish I would just held it and let them dwell. It was still a, a leap, too, so I'd still be in it as well. Yeah. But I sold on 120, I think it was, for 20 yeah. points. Yeah, The stock was like 250. Right? I, I'm telling you. I know. It was so just It's got to fall 150 points for this guy or girl, whoever did this one, to break even. And so they're just banking that, hey, this is going to go under eventually. It's going to go insolvent. I will tell you, I believe that if Tesla, for whatever reason, gets into a capital money crunch and the stock is down 100 bucks, there will be a lineup of people to buy the company. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, they they actually. I think there's almost zero, like, and there's never a zero chance, but I think there's a very, very small chance that Tesla goes belly up. Very small. Yeah. Very, very small. I'll give you my short term thesis on this. Tell people our bet first, Joel. Tell them like the numbers. uh, Okay. So when the the stock was actually at 333, but I said 332, right? What? So we basically have Jeremy has 363 before it hits, and I got 303. So he's looking for 30 points upside here. And I'm looking 30 points downside here. And I'm, I, this is, is what is the, what are the prices you guys got? Jeremy has 363. Yeah. He's giving me, he's giving me 30 points. I'm giving him 30 points. Oh, it's, like, it's right back at the exact same spot. Exactly. You the bet a couple days exactly. Ago. It's which one, whichever one hits first. Yes. And it's an important point here. I mean, yeah. you know, look at that. You got two lows in the 332 area right there. You've had a, it's been really sleepy here. So it's going to roar mm. out of here. And I just think my long-term thesis is I don't think anybody's going to buy that truck. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, that, I it, hate the truck as well. I, that truck. Okay. I don't you know. You're massively stuff. mistaken. Okay. I don't know. Is anybody in the chat going to buy the truck? Jeremy, are you going to buy the truck? I was going to buy the truck until I saw it. I, me and my wife were discussing this for a long time. We were both pumped to see the Tesla truck because we said we wanted a Tesla. We've been talking about my one good friend just bought the, the, the Model 3 Performance. Awesome car. It's like, I want one. I do want one. And, you know, let's wait for the truck. Let's see what the truck looks like. It, it, it's hideous. It's hideous. <laughs> my wife my wife thought this was, no, well, that's not the real one. That's just the prototype, right? No, 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 that's the real truck. That's what they're selling. It's hideous. Well, so it, you get people it, it like me early. that were you're thinking about buying it and saying, no way. Maybe there's some people who like hideous trucks. Maybe they're going to be the ones that come it's out. It's early like, stages, man. They're going to be maybe able to Maybe they're planning on going to Mars with it. They're going to make but, a few you know, updates. It's going to look good, man. Just wait. <laughs> it doesn't look good. <laughs> it's good. Anyway, the, I, I agree with Joel on that short-term short thesis. I am still yeah. a Tesla kind of off, you know, not owning it, but, you know, the writing of the puts things I can get along with. And, and here's, my, here's my other But Tesla non-bankrupt trader. 
I like to. My other longer-term thesis here, this is going to be similar to my mall thesis. I just think, overall, there's going to be less cars on the road. I really do. I think oh, I believe I'm that on too. my last car. I'm on. I'm done. I'm, I'm just going to Uber or get some. I mean, I don't think there's just going to be less cars and less expensive cars. And I don't think this is good for GM or Ford or anybody I just think I'm looking like the Jetsons here, and I just I just think there's going to be so that's my long term bear flying cars. Yeah, something here, but Musk, uh, if anybody comes out with a flying car, it's going to be Musk though. Bingo! You know what? You when Musk comes out with that flying car, Jeremy, stocks going to be five hundred bucks. Oh, Maybe man. a thousand. It's going to be five hundred dollars much much before the flying car <laughs> I, gets announced. <laughs> I still am. I'm kind of with Jeremy on this bet because I think you could go down short term, but I don't know if you yeah. get down to the three hundred area anytime soon. I think there's going to be people who are short that want to cover. Yep. Who's going to buy this? Who's going to come in? The shorts. Buy this thing at three. What's the short interest on this? After thing? this kind of move, it's what still got a huge short interest. Is going to come in and buy this here. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. Whatever. I'll risk a lunch on it. But uh, let's talk about some other stocks here besides Tesla. 22%. Uh, sure. Yes. Yeah. Still a lot of potential buyers. Still a lot of people. Wow. Okay. That's down from where it was, though. Some of those shorts it got kicked it's, out. It's going to move out of here. I mean, it is too, too quiet here. So it's consolidation periods are just. I don't like. Okay. Day traders. I don't like that double top from the last two days. So I will say that. And I don't like the candle from yesterday either. I guess you could argue it didn't take out yesterday's low either. So you have almost identical ranges. Exactly. It breaks down through 332. You start to think it could go to the recent low of the move at 324. That's a long ways away from 303 though. Uh, but you know, day traders there, I'm a little concerned about yesterday's candle, but yeah, longer term, I'm still with Jeremy. I think Tesla's higher longer term. Okay. All right, Jeremy, we got some gaps for you today and you are going to show us the light here. Sage Therapeutics. How, how are you trading this gap today? I'm, I'm, with, <laughs> I'm with Dennis on Sage Therapeutics, man. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's above our pay grade to trade this thing today. percent I mean, you can't short it. You shouldn't buy it. Um, yeah. Not a day one. <laughs> no, no. I have no idea how to do I, I would just totally stay away from that. Take it off the screen so you're not even tempted. Yeah, to yeah. Okay. I, I agree. I do like going to the casino, and I'm a great red or black <laughs> I'm a great red or black better. That's what you're doing if you're doing this. So just, just go to the casino and just hang out and play red or black rather than play Sage Therapeutics today. How about Michael's stores since we talked about that? Yeah, so Michael's, that'll be an interesting one. Um, retail, a lot of retail is weak. Uh, this one is most likely going to fade a little bit early in the morning but eventually going to go lower. Uh, I don't expect any. Jeremy and me on the same page on everything today. Yeah, man. I, I don't, I don't love Michael's. It's, it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of an extended gap. Again, I think it could pop down lower. If I was looking at playing this, I would short it as high as possible. Like meaning don't take a breakout on it lower. It just seems like it's going to gap down, trade up a little bit and then roll over because it's Michael's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Michaels. Yeah, sorry, guys. Yeah, the one, the one that I am looking to short though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is, uh, I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on Kodiak Sciences for a short. Ooh, um, this is this, a wild one. This, this is, is a, a bold call. 
This I, is a wild one, but I'm. Do you want to hear about my trade on this one yesterday? I think I did. I mention on the show. I don't even know if I mentioned. It. I don't. I didn't hear you mention. It. I shorted this thing on the offering price of. And I talked, and then I talked about how you don't do that, but I did do it after <laughs> hours. I shorted a 49 because offering 46, and it came in a little bit. I was like, you know, this isn't coming in. This is silly. Um, I, I need to just be covering this. I covered a 48. I made a point on that somehow. <laughs> I wish I would have went long. <laughs> the blast. The offering wow. 46 blasts off to 73 dollars. So. This is above my pay grade, really. Here too, I just had a short-term trade on it, but yeah, wow. it'll be yeah, it'll what be a move day yesterday. It'll it'll definitely be a day trade. Uh, I'm looking at just shorting some of this weakness. I'm just gonna keep an eye on it. It's gonna be an aggressive play. It is hard to find locates on, but uh, it's possible. So I'll be looking one. at potentially shorting <laughs> that one. But but PCG. Um, so we had a really good pop on PCG. Oh yeah, yeah. squeeze them. Yep, I, I will be keeping an eye on PCG right now. It's up six percent after hours. If it hits eleven eleven, uh, this dude is shorting. Eleven uh, eleven. Why eleven eleven? Just like besides that. being an awesome number. Why? I like the number. Um, it, I like the number a, as well. It's right around the one hundred simple on the daily and the one hundred simple moving average. And PCG failed that back on July twenty fourth. But it's also right above the high of yesterday, and that would be up about uh, 12% after open. And then you'd have six bullish days in a row. It just seems like the risk-reward would be okay for a short up there. Um, my stop would be pretty conservative, but I will definitely be looking at If it makes a new high, I won't be buying it today. That's pretty much what I'm getting at. Yeah, you had a close at 10.98 the day before it dropped to 7.79, and yep. the high on that day is 11.21. So a lot of people want to get their money back here um, yeah. at uh, the uh, $11 area. So we'll keep an eye. Yeah, I mean it. It uh, st story stock, that's for sure. What yep. else is a uh, What else is on your radar today? I know there's a lot of stocks moving because of ratings and stuff. Any other interesting gaps to take a look at? Roku has been on fire over yep. the last few days. Just an amazing, amazing mover. I'm keeping they just come and buy the dip. I mean, this is what they do on this stock. The stock goes down yeah. for a day or two, and then they just start buying it again. You have a day or two. That's it. Like that. You have, That's it. You literally had one day uh, to be short on Roku, and then it just immediately reversed. Had a beautiful gap yesterday, and it's doing it again today. It's gapping above yesterday's high. I don't know why you wouldn't be bullish on it short term. I mean, it's that's just the trend right now. So it's kind of mm -hmm. hard to argue. I'm not going to short it. I'll only be looking for longs on Roku today. Um, so that'll be a little bit interesting. And then Alibaba. I actually kind of like this move on Baba, B-A-B-A. -A. I, I like the breakout. I really like the volume. And it is gapping a little bit today as well. I know it gaps very frequently. That was from Goldman last night. Yep. Yep. So Gold, if this, Goldman came out and uh, they put the the Hong Kong listing on the conviction buy list, which is but, a big which deal, is equivalent huh? to this one too. But I believe it was already on the buy list, so it's interesting. But it's trades over in Hong Kong now too ahead of time, so the price discovery is kind of already happening. Agreed. Agreed. And uh, I actually I'm chatting with a Hong Kong trader um, on Facebook every so often. They really really love this company over there. I mean, it's the earnings numbers were ridiculous. It's a nice little breakout. It's a new high. New higher high, new higher low on volume. So I'm just keeping an eye on this one uh, for so long, not specifically just today, but also just in the preceding future, because uh, this one will make new all-time highs in the next four months. Um, it's just 
how high is it going to go? Because once once she starts stretching her legs, man, Baba can move. Yeah, I think it's gearing up to go too. I'm still longing in the long term account. All time high. If we go way out, we got to go back into 2018. Yeah, just over a year ago, two hundred and eleven dollars and seventy cents. Yep, yep. So we'll be we'll be poking through that before too long. Um, you know, when the whole Hong Kong issues get kind of straightened out and calmed down a little bit. Uh, I, I think that we have some really good opportunity because last week, last week you closed above the June 25th high uh, that week, which was like a big gap down. That was a big, not earnings gap, but just kind of like a random gap. And that was an unfilled gap as of until last week. So I think it's a big deal that we reclaim that price and we're retesting that price. You have really good volume. I'm looking for Bob along. I love that you have in your long-term account, Dennis. I think that's a no brainer. How about Nike? How about this gap here in Nike? Gold. That's Goldman too. Yeah, that's Goldman. Upgraded. Oh, I looked at it. I pulled up my promo. Goldman's busy. Goldman, bullish this morning. What yeah. about this gap here? NKE, they are doing a lot with Black Friday sales, man. They did really well, I feel like. Um, there were some really great offers, a lot of good uh, ads online, on Twitter, on Instagram. I saw them everywhere because everyone wants to go running, right? Running's the new thing right now. Triathlons are hot. So Nike's really getting into that game pretty strong with some good running shoes. They're trying to become a running company. They're buying a lot of other brands, uh, smaller name brands. So I think with Nike gapping up, it'll be a little bit of a, a pullback opportunity. So don't buy it initially, but uh, it's a great, great gap. I mean, incredible, incredible gap. I just look for a little bit of a pullback first and then look to go long because the trend on Nike is unquestionably bullish. Uh, all-time high, I'll just give you that in Nike. Uh, all-time high, made back in October, 96.83, if you're looking for a potential target on the upside. Big yep. move uh, up to 21. So any uh, you mentioned a potential short. Um, anything else on your uh, your radar today? Hmm. Um, I mean, really, I heard you mention Peloton. Uh, that's going to be – that's going to be an interesting fad. That'll Give us your technicals on this one. Yeah, Jeremy. Wild so, uh, candle yesterday. Yeah, so I actually really liked the candle yesterday because you had a good poke through through the 10 EMA, uh, nice lower shadow. It was a retest of the 20, November 27th to the November 29th gap. Uh, I was in a Peloton long um, and sold on December 2nd. I got lucky. And then, uh, so we're retesting. So I think it's actually viable. This is a very, very high short interest, I think, according to uh, highshortinterest.com. <laughs> it's the third third more shorted, shorted stock right now on the market. I don't, I don't know if it's entirely accurate, but it's claiming to have a 67% short interest. So it, two, two things on this one. Uh, one, and I, I gave this argument a few days ago, but just my thoughts are it's a pretty good seasonality trade here. I mean, everybody's talking, even Joel's talking about going and buying one of these things and then you're going to come into New Year's and, you know, yep. obviously New Year's resolutions. So yep. that all comes into play here too. That's the good short-term story. The long-term story here is it's just still just a treadmill, in my opinion, with a TV Correct. screen. Long-term, this is absolutely- Treadmill with an iPad. Long-term is absolute garbage. Um, yeah. So, so short-term, I think it's higher. I think when we look at the six months from now, I think it's lower. Yep. Hey, Jeremy, you did some traveling. I know you got some more traveling coming up. Uh, what's on the radar for you? Let's see. We got uh, LA in a week and a half, and then um, Dubai, and then Hawaii, and then Denver. Uh, and that's all I got right now. Oh, wait. No, wait. Uh, sorry. Salt Lake City in March. And then Vegas in March. 
Holy world traveler. Turks and Caicos in May. Oh, wait, this guy, man. Are you, are you going he to is Vegas? popular. Are you going to Vegas for the, the uh, isn't there a money show or a Trader's Expo? There is a Trader's Expo. I'm going to that one in New York City okay. uh, in May. Yep. Okay. Sorry, March, March. I'm going to the one in March in New York City. Okay. All right. We'll, uh, we'll get back to you with the details for uh, running the show or, you know, the, what the setup of the show was going to be. Very excited about that. Any Very year, excited. because pre-market prep, we're always here. We never take a day off. And Even we when miss- we do. Do we do? No, even when, when we do. Yeah. We, yep. The show must go on. Dennis on. really never. I don't, I'm not allowed days off because no. I have to work the Canadian holidays and the U.S. holidays, so I never get a day <laughs> Actually, off. Dennis, this is a big announcement. Dennis came out of his house two times last week. Wow. He came over on Tuesday because we had some I meetings did. here, and then he came over on Thursday uh, for the Thanksgiving Day Parade. So he actually got out of his house, and I talked to Laura about it. And she said, anytime we can get you out of the house, we should try and do it. I know. All right. I feel like a hamster. I'm just in my cage. And I got my little trading wheel there, and I just keep running on my trading wheel. And every <laughs> once in a while, I get off. Somebody you're, hands you're, me a carrot. Peloton. I get to eat a carrot. You're I, 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 I probably need a Peloton. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Always great talking to you. We'll get you, we'll get you the details on the shows at the end of the year, Jeremy. Thank All right. you. Jeremy Newsom, Real Life Trading. You guys rock. Thank- Take care. All right. We went kind of long with Jeremy, but he's, he's fun. He's a great guy to have on. And oh, yeah. Always has a good input here. So uh, we're hanging out near yesterday at Tuesdays and Wednesdays high. We did poke through it in the pre-market 24.75. So we'll see. Prove it to me again. Um, the high on, uh, shoot, yeah, we're above the week high. So basically, we got a lot of those losses back from, uh, you know, the one day that we had our correction, right? And now back up the new all-time high. Uh, someone new in the chat's asking about the XLE, Dennis, and the energy sure. sector. Sure, man. And I, I mean, oil's moving, but man, it, it's always moving. But it just doesn't look like a good look. At the, I'm just looking at the XL heat, XLE here. God, it's hard to get excited about this thing. What's your thoughts? I mean, you got to consider, and a lot of people like to pair trade the XLE against the XOP. They're different animals. Yes, they both move with oil, and yes, a lot of times they do correlate with each other. You got to think the XLE, though, is 22% Exxon, 21% Chevron. So when you're buying the XLE, you are buying basically ExxonMobil and Chevron to the tune of 43%. So if you look at the ExxonMobil chart and the Chevron chart, obviously they do their own thing, but they follow the XLE a lot more closely. XOP is a lot of smaller oil companies, more equal weighted. So you don't have these heavy, heavy weightings. The biggest uh, weighting in the XOP is Marathon Petroleum, which is MRO. And then you have PBF and Valero, and you actually have some of the refiners. So different animals, even though they're obviously both oil and they move with oil. Um, so just consider that when you're trading them. With that being said, just technically, XLE, um, it, it, at least, I, I don't know, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. I did, really don't see any like clean setup on this. Do you? No, no. I mean, if he, you I'm know, like going to pass now that we're allowed to do that pass. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking at some, don't abuse it. <laughs> <laughs> pass. <laughs> I don't know what let's see here. Yeah. I just lean on the monthly lows here and not the one from December, but you had three monthly lows in the 56 area. 55, 64, 55, 55 or two months, and then another month of 56, 38. So, you know, if you want to risk three bucks here on a long-term chart. Uh, the other thing I see on this, I don't draw trend lines, and, of course, everyone's trend line probably looks different. But if you connect that top at uh, 61, 83, 
and to kind of connect it with the other top at 60.86, and then you got another top at 60.37. So you can, you know, you can draw that. Above that, I think it would be a technical pop if you could clear that trend line, but uh, no clear setup here either. 8.57. There were some other ratings we probably needed. We had some ratings. Costco sales came out last night as well. Stocks trading a little bit higher. I don't know if you care about the same store sales or not. Spencer, what about ratings? The ratings parade. There was some interesting ones. Uh, a lot this morning. So let's go mm-hmm. through my pro. We discussed Nike upgrade at Goldman Sachs to buy. Gave it a mm-hmm. price target of one twelve. Steve or Nicholas upgrading Facebook and Google this morning to buy yep. as well. Yep. Um, Morgan Stanley. This is big. Upgrading Chewy to overweight, giving it a thirty dollars price target. You don't see too many. Chewy, where's that? Oh, it's slower. Right. Remember when we were $33 and I was calling this pets.com part two? It looks like um, it's 10 points lower from where I hadn't looked at it. Seriously, I just looked at it for the first Spencer, time. Spencer, you bought months. that on Spencer's first uh, day trade. Yeah, my, it, my, my first day trade. My, my old, Actually, my first like IPO trade. It was... People like this at $33, $34. I still think it's the online pet food store. And I still think a lot lower going ahead. Um, I don't know I from a valuation perspective because I don't even know if it makes money. So I can't, I've never sat there and analyzed it, but. Um, I just didn't want to buy an online pet food store at $34, and even though when a lot of other people were pumping it on the media. Um, so I've been bearish. I was bearish back then. Haven't looked at it for two months, yeah. 10 points lower than where I was bearish. So I guess I got this one right. Uh, F5 Networks downgraded Bank America to underperform, lower their price target from really? 185 to 140. Etsy down at Morgan Stanley to underweight. And They're getting me on the Etsy. I'm going to get stopped out today. Ugh. Okay. I did have a good feeling when you like hopped in that you were out of. I was the- out, right, and then I hopped back in. You know why I hopped back in? Because that little double bottom from the, I, I was going to lean on that the forty-one sixty-nine, forty-one seventy-three, and this is what happened. So good, good example here, good example. So I bought it because I liked the little double bottom forty-one seventy-three from forty-one sixty-nine, the two lows in the same day, and then it started to show, and the markets almost started to show some life. And it actually, you know, I, it was I ran a buck after I bought it. Um, I was hoping to get back up and retest that 45 area. So I was thinking I was going to risk myself like 50 cents to try to make a couple of bucks. That's obviously not going to work out because of the downgrade here today. So I'm clearly through my stop. And obviously, you know, you don't want to make a swing trade become an investment. So you're going to have to eat the 4%. I mean, this is how you do it. It's trading 101. Get out when you have to. Um, If it cuts through your stop by a buck and a half, there's nothing you can do about it. You eat it and you move on. I mean, the only thing is now you're at the point, could I lean on the low of the move at 39.81? Maybe you do that. But absolutely, it starts making new lows, which I believe it's going to do here. Now it's come this far. Why not? Um, So anyways, the swing trade turned into a little bit more of a loss than I wanted. Last last one on the ratings. It's not a rating. It is a price target raise. City has raised their price target on Apple from 250 to 300. And on a side note, uh, we knew that City had raised their price target by 20% this morning. And we knew they had raised it to 300 But I swear, I was trying to do math, and I, couldn't, I could not figure out how to get that 250 number. But anyway. We figured it out. We figured it out. I figured the, it out in my head, of course. The resistance uh, on this is incredible at 268 You have four highs in the same area. The, the high back from going back to the 19th and then three in a row at 267.90 in the 27th, 268 on the kisser on the 29th, and then 268 and a quarter. So 268 is the major resistance point here. I'm going to do a 50% off of this. So I'm going to go 268, 
take it down. The low of, the, of uh, three days goes 256, a 12-point move. Six points back up will bring you 62. slightly through it right now. You're above it right now. So maybe you get another shot to short it up at 268. I'm still long in the long-term account, but I would not be buying it here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, it's trading above yesterday's high. Oh, no, it just takes 61. I, that's probably it. it. It's good. It's up on the city stuff. And could it go a little further? Yeah, there's room to 268, but I don't think the risk reward set up. Is that a here. real ticket at 261.74? No. No, okay. no, no, no. All right. No, I just. That's, your, that's from your clothes. It's all old prints. 63.31. Uh, that yesterday's high, if you're buying this, you certainly want to see it hold yesterday's high. And then not much up there. If you want to look at that for a number ahead of that 68 and a quarter, your all-time closing high at this point is 267 and a quarter. So that's another potential target here. Apple trading up a buck 75. So tomorrow's Friday, Dennis. And um, I know you're tired of losing at Hot Potato. Are you going to try and make up a segment for Spencer and I? Or I think that's what I'm going to I was going to remind it if you didn't. So good job. Segment. Bro. So I don't have to play because I lose hot potato every time. Oh, so I want to host hot potato. It's fine. You have 23 hours. Wrote it down on my paper. I will, I will make up. What do we want? Five questions or 10 questions? 10, 10 is too many. 10 is too many. many. Do like five six. solid questions. Five or no, we got to be an even number. So we're going to do three apiece. Six. Perfect. Perfect. And I'm yeah, excited. Just for everyone knows Dennis, uh, Dennis lost at hockey. Um, that's yeah. how bad I am at hot potato. I even lost. All he can trade like I can talk hockey with anyone, but I can't on hot potato. I just panic. It's like a deer caught in the headlights. I sit there and I just stare at the light and I get hit by the car. Could take you seriously. I suck at hot potato. So, all right. Well, thank you, Spencer. Great show today. Yeah, first time we had any Grailmans in the a walls. For a, it's been a while, but uh, I hope I, I kicked them out after the show started. Uh, I want to thank our guest, Jeremy Newsom. Thanks to all of you who stuck with us in our chats on YouTube and premarket.benzinga.com. Catch our podcast uh, wherever you get your podcast, or just rewatch our show on Benzinga's YouTube channel. That's Benzinga TV. Please remember all the information from our show meant to be used as, as informational purposes only, not for investing or trading advice. And on tomorrow's show, we'll be joined by Fari Hamzi. I've not been Fari. I've not spoken to Fari for awesome for a second. So we got Fari on the show uh, tomorrow to wrap up the week. Watch everyone, Commander. Yep. Everyone have a great rest of your day. We'll be back with you on Friday.